0: Hello, darlings, and welcome to season two, episode nine of the Too Blessed to Be Stress podcast. Hello, everyone. I hope you have had a fabulous week. I just literally had such a beautiful walk this morning. It was meant to rain, but the rain never showed up. And so now I feel really settled and ready to record this podcast and have some coaching clients today as well. So Today's episode, we're talking all about the surprising things that may be causing you stress, but you might not necessarily be aware of, because I think... We get really good at identifying the main things that bring us stress, so relationships, money, our health, and well being. But we forget the little things that happen throughout the day that might leave us feeling really overwhelmed and exhausted by the end of the day. So I've got a couple of points here. So the first point is just simply everyday annoyances. We are always told. Don't sweat the small stuff, but usually it's the little things that build up over time that have the biggest impact on our stress levels and our mood. And whatever your job is, we all experience some sort of stress during the day. And a lot of that stress usually comes from fear or lack of belief in yourself. And it comes from the fear of not being able to do a good job, possibly being embarrassed if things don't go the way you want them to. And whenever we experience that, we need to really just give ourselves some space and realize and reflect that we are actually doing the best job possible. Can't always be perfect within your work. Usually, when things don't go to plan, that is a good opportunity for you to grow as a person grow the work that you're doing and also, I guess, fix systems within your work. So depending what you're doing, it can actually be a catalyst for bringing in change for the better. The second point is other people's stress. So unfortunately, stress can be contagious. And there were actually studies done in Germany where individuals watch other individuals complete really stressful tasks. And those individuals that were watching displayed a significant increase of the stress hormone cortisol. What they actually began experiencing was empathetic stress. This is really interesting because whenever someone close to us goes through something really traumatic, we almost tend to go through the stress with them. And that ongoing empathetic stress can actually lead to burnout. And I think that's why there's so much burnout in healthcare, in the medical field, or any field where you're helping a lot of people. So in those situations, it's really important to practice awareness and focus, not necessarily on the stress that's being experienced, but actually shifting the focus to a solution for that particular person that may be going through a difficult time. And it's also all about balancing yourself and finding methods that bring you back to alignment and bring you back to balance and take you out of that stress state. And I think not enough of this is done, particularly in healthcare and really high-pressure jobs. And I think it's definitely something that I think we will see a really big change in over the next couple of years. The third point is actually a sweet one, but your significant other, even if you are super happy in your relationships, there'll always be things that... Annoy you or annoy your partner about you. When we think about relationships early on in the piece, particularly when you're not living together, there's still quite a lot of space. So you naturally give each other space because you're not together 24 7. But once things get a little bit serious and you start to live together, that space disappears. And so over time we all have these little annoyances about each other. And me and my husband laugh about this all the time because I'm a planner, so I plan our weekends way in advance. <laughs> and he um, doesn't close cupboards. And so that's our little thing about each other, but we recognize that we're not perfect. We have a good laugh about it. We even mentioned that bit in our um, wedding vows, which was hilarious. But in order to thrive in your relationship, it's all about giving your partner space and also finding that balance with one another and making sure that you're making compromises, you're keeping your communication open and honest. And remember that even though you're a couple, you will be both go through individual stresses that can often bring stress into their relationship. So be really open about the way you feel. Usually that stress comes from work. That seems to be the main area where that stress comes from. But just being really open, I think, is really vital in any relationship and can take some of those annoyances and stresses from your relationship. Your pet is the next one. Our pets are babies, and you guys know how much of an animal lover I am before I had, well, the two sausage dogs that I had have, I've actually had an 18 year old sausage dog and he was literally like the most important thing in my life. And I also, as you guys are aware, worked at a vet clinic for a really long time. So I know how important our pets are to us and how much we love them because of the unconditional love that they give us, but they can also bring in quite a lot of stress when they're not well. So my biggest advice is to Find someone that you are comfortable with, so a vet that you feel super comfortable and trust 100% to look after your little fur baby. Also getting insurance as well. I didn't have insurance for my old dog, but we definitely have insurance for one of our dogs now, particularly if you've got a purebred and they're susceptible to particular problems. If you don't feel like you can fork out a big sum of money, then that insurance will help you cover the costs when something happens. And if you don't want to get insurance, then just setting up a bank account where you can put money away monthly so that when something does happen, you've got money sitting there for them. Social media is the next thing. I think it's very important to be informed about what's happening around the world, but social media can make us really aware of stressful situations, and it can actually add extra stress into our life. So make sure you set limits of how much social media you're consuming, uh, particularly close to bedtime, because that can often affect your sleep. And the aim is to get a good quality sleep so that you feel refreshed for the next day. So for someone like myself who shares A lot of things for social media, I still have quite a lot of boundaries around it and how much I share and how much time I spend on it. So I think it's really, really important to set those boundaries when it comes to social media, because it can add that added stress. Love the next point. It's the expectations that you place on yourself. And I have been very guilty of this And I'm definitely getting a lot better. And it's something I'm really passionate about when I help coach other women. But that perfectionist gene still kicks in from time to time. And usually this happens because things don't go the way we planned, or they just don't work out the way we thought they would. And so we get really upset and frustrated. So a way around this is two things really being realistic around your goals and that's not to say that you shouldn't aim high i think everyone should but just being realistic around the time frame that you set for those goals and learn to i guess take that pressure off and take the pressure off the end results, because that's something that can cause us a lot of anxiety. So rather than focusing so much on the end result and staying attached to that end result, really focus on the steps that will lead you to that goal and see the steps as a learning experience because we often forget to be really present in those steps that will actually achieve that goal for us. This episode is brought to you by the Stressless Journal. After spending most of my 20s chronically stressed, I came down with a mystery chronic illness at the end of 2015, which I'm sure was caused by my inability to manage stress and anxiety. While on my journey to better health, I discovered journaling, and it helped me so, so much in dealing with my stress and anxiety and in processing my feelings and emotions. And this is why I created the Stressless Journal. The Stressless Journal was created to encourage modern professional perfectionist women to take back control of their stress and to help them create more balance in their life. The journal provides women with tools to help them view stress in a different light and to better manage the impact that it has in their lives. It encourages women to take back control and help them live their lives in the present moment. If stress is something you struggle with on a daily basis, then this journal is for you. You can purchase your copy of the Stressless Journal by heading to the Knowing Her Wellness website shop, ww.knowingherwellness, all one word dot forward slash shop forward slash. Now let's get back into today's episode. Number seven, this is actually one of my favorites, but it's our actual reaction to stress. And I always say this, we put up with stress, we accept that it's a part of life, and as women, we're not very good at working on it until you know our health suffers or something else happens in the process. When we experience stressful situations or when things get difficult, we actually end up starting to put the rest of our life on the back burner because, particularly when it comes to work, we end up working longer hours. And so, therefore, we skip our workouts, we eat poorly because we don't have the time or the energy to prepare nutritious food. So, we actually start jeopardizing our overall health and well being. And this is a lot of the stuff that I coach the women one-on-one coaching about, is that stress and overall well being go hand in hand. So when you are experiencing those really stressful situations, your physical activity and eating of healthy food is actually of highest importance, and you need to put it at the top of your list. And I know I've spoken about this in earlier episodes, but lots of studies have shown that if we're actually physically and mentally well, our ability to cope with stress is much better. And this is why this step is so important. Point number eight, multitasking. So as women, again, we're all super guilty of it. But what we don't realize is that multitasking actually adds a lot of stress to our lives. And what it actually means by multitasking, we're not actually being mindful about what we're doing, regardless of what that is. So this means that our productivity decreases because we're not focused on just one thing, but multiple things at a time, we end up making more mistakes because our energy and our focus is everywhere. So focusing on one thing at a time is super important. And you would rather do a good job at something rather than rush through multiple tasks and do a really average job in all of those tasks. So make sure that you're really mindful when you're doing particular things, particularly at work, even at home, but just make sure you focus at one thing at a time. Your health is the next one. So obviously chronic illness naturally causes us a lot of stress and anxiety. And I know because I've been through it. A lot of us women get stressed about looking good physically and following really unrealistic diets that can actually be quite extreme and can leave us physically exhausted and actually really mentally sad. So rather than focusing on restriction and the way you look, focus on the feeling of being healthy. And I always say there's no better feeling than the way healthy feels. So rather than having that restriction mindset, really look at the right nutrition that will fuel your body and keep it working all day. Housework, I have to be honest, I don't deal well with the mess. And now being pregnant, my OCD has reached a whole new level, my poor husband. But allocate the time to clean rather than doing it all on the run. And I think do as much as you can in a particular time frame. Otherwise, you can be cleaning forever. So if you set a particular time or time frame that you have to clean, It definitely takes that guilt away when things don't necessarily all get done. And then the last thing is uncertainty. So when we naturally have uncertainty, our body is always on guard and therefore it can be really hard to relax and actually enjoy your life. Taking, I guess, financial uncertainty um, as an example, because it tends to be probably the biggest stressor that so many people experience, particularly after last year, be as prepared as you possibly can. And this not only applies to finances, but other areas of your life, it's much easier to deal with uncertainty if you have some sort of plan. And it doesn't have to be a solid plan, but just knowing that you have a plan in place if things don't work out the way you want them to, and you have some sort of backup. So I hope you have found this episode helpful. Please share it on Instagram if you enjoyed it. Have a beautiful week and I will catch you soon for another episode of the Too Blessed to be Stressed podcast. And remember, life is for living, not stressing. You are too blessed to be stressed. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you have loved and enjoyed today's podcast, then please share it with your friends and family. If you have any comments or would like to reach out, you can find me on Instagram at knowingherwellness. See you soon for the next episode of Too Blessed to be Stressed.